did it. We made it to the tail end of another week. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to March 5th, 2021. It is a Friday. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there. I'm here. We have a busy Friday uh, scheduled for you. It is New Music Day. Uh, the new Day to Remember uh, album drops today. We'll give you a chance to win some of those copies digitally, so you don't even have to get up off your duff to grab them, which is also very nice. On top of that, we're going to have a visit from our friend Rob Studebaker this morning, talking about some cool things that Treasure Valley Subaru is doing in the Treasure Valley, uh, hence the name, Big J. Yeah. And, of course, a life lesson from Big J will happen today, courtesy of Friday as we head into the weekend. Maybe it's something valuable you can use as you are facing a similar situation in your life. Maybe it's something completely unrelatable at all. You'll never know unless you listen. Listen, I try to relate everything to everyone. That's right. You're like Everclear over here. And so we have to make sure that people are taking advantage of your advice. That's all I'm trying to you say. You all right over there? I'm good. I'm good. Just I'm hanging Thursday night. What did you do? Uh, last night, I, switch here. I ended up watching and completing a television series that I've taken too long to watch that was called Brockmire uh, on IFC, starring Hank Azaria as a sportscaster that has had some ups and downs in his life, and uh, I thought the series wrapped up fantastic. How many seasons did, did, did that have? Four? Oh, but wow. They're all, it's pretty short season-wise. Like, I mean, I think the last season was eight episodes. Yeah. So it was uh, it was pretty pretty short but it was a it was a wonderful series that uh, that that had a lot of people that you are familiar with uh, make fun of themselves it actually turned me into such a Joe Buck fan I can't even tell you why wouldn't you be well I mean it's there's a lot of people that hate Joe Buck yeah uh, they're they got their own personal problems of course uh, we all do but I'm just saying like you know uh, I was uh, I never really had any animosity towards him I was always kind of like yeah he's fine I've got no problem with Joe Buck but uh, the way that he pokes fun at himself in, in this particular show uh, is like, that dude is down to do whatever. And that's the kind of thing that I can at least respect. You know what I mean? And so uh, it made me become a fan of the person. Cool, man. Very, very nice. So I do highly recommend it, as long as you uh, don't mind racy and dirty comedy, because it is fairly uh, cuss-filled, and there's a lot of references to all sorts of different things. So as long as that kind of stuff doesn't bother you, uh, it's a fun and funny show, and well done to all parties involved. So that's what I did last night. And you? Now it's your turn. You didn't say what you did at all. Uh, well, I was I was busy uh, editing some video and putting together some stuff. I mean, really, to be honest, that's what I did. Yeah, working? Yeah. What a treat. That'll be me today. Uh, and we do uh, work as well by playing some music. Let's do that with as we kick off the show with some Weezer Say It Ain't So on the morning after with Nick and Big J on the X-Rocks. Newsfeed. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Important stuff is brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been injured due to another person's negligence, The Advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444 or chat with an attorney online 24-7 at advocateslaw.com. You deserve an advocate. Big J, it's going to be a little bit of a while before it's official, but two years after moving from Southern California to Nampa, Mother Earth Brewing Company is about to become the largest beer producer in the state of Idaho. And they're really going to be calling themselves a uh, Idaho brewery here soon. Mother Earth has officially leased a 4,200-square-foot building at 3rd Street and Broad in downtown Boise, and they're going to move it in for a new tasting room and nano brewery, according to Daniel Love, the founder and brewer for Mother Earth. 
Uh, this is a company that started in San Diego back in 2010. And then Mother Earth was like, you know what, let's expand a little bit. And so they opened up a very large brewery down in Nampa back in 2016. And it was right around uh, two years ago or so that Mother Earth decided, you know what, let's transfer uh, a majority of our beer making to the Nampa facility. Smart. And so that is what they did. Uh, They make about uh, 22,500 barrels down there in Nampa every single year. And now they're moving some of that stuff over to Idaho. And with the two breweries combined, that makes them the biggest one in the state. Damn. Now, they sell their beer in 12 states. uh, And they just expand to Singapore, Australia, and Mexico last year. Uh, So now it's beer is available in 12 countries as well. 18 states, excuse me, in 12 countries. So, uh, very good job. Uh, I am excited for it. I love Mother Earth. I really, really do. Anytime that they have one of their beers on tap somewhere, I'll always uh, knock it out. I love their Cali Cream Ale. Oh, my God. You love the Cream Ale? I do. It's fantastic, and uh, I hope they keep it up. And congratulations to them on expanding uh, when a lot of businesses uh, cannot do that. So, well done. Ben Roethlisberger sticking around in Pittsburgh, Big J. Surprising. Probably nobody, but uh, he was under contract already, but the team needed a restructure because uh, he was making a lot of money. <laughs> and so A ridiculous amount of money. He was uh, $41 million against the cap, but he, the 39-year-old playing his 18th season decided to renegotiate. So he essentially signed a five-year contract extension, but really it's a one-year contract for like $26 million, and that's what he that is what he now counts against the cap for the Steelers. So uh, saved them about $16 million. Not bad. And everybody's pretty happy about that. And the Steelers still have their quarterback, or at least uh, for now. Anyway, if you have been waiting and waiting and waiting for that Friends reunion that's supposed to be up on HBO Max, you're going to have to wait a little bit longer. Uh, David Schwimmer was talking a little bit about it and said it's happening. Uh, in a little over a month, they're heading out to L.A. to actually film it. Obviously, it's not going to be filmed live, so they're going to tape it, and then at some point it will be uh, broadcast on HBO Max. But for some reason, I had thought they filmed this thing already. But apparently they haven't. And so they don't have an actual date as uh, hardwired yet, but they're going to be shooting it in, I guess, a month. So for those of you waiting for the Friends reunion, it's not as close as you thought, but uh, at least according to the parties involved, it's still happening, which is always a good thing. Not as he does. Big J's life lesson on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Man, if there was ever a time to to develop a life lesson here this week and rip it right from current affairs of my life, it's this week, Nick. Okay. As uh, the, the life lesson is basically communication is important in a relationship and the words you use choose them wisely uh as it has been one heck of a week i mean we will continue with uh the back tree the backyard tree saga and uh yeah nick i come home yesterday and there was an explosion of activity uh, at the house uh and um uh, well, the wife and, and, and you have to understand that there's nobody who's a bigger supporter of their wife than me maybe i mean i think she's amazing and unstoppable uh it's something i tell people when they before they meet her uh that she is a hurricane of uh get things done and uh it's one of the things i love about her because i needed that in my life and i need it on a daily basis um and so she yesterday made three pans of lasagna uh which she has never really i mean she hasn't made lasagna forever i don't know uh that that was really good and then uh, this tree situation, if you've been following in the last week, uh, our backyard, there was a tree. And, and so here's the communication part. 
So she was under the assumption that I was that my idea of her doing this was that she was incapable of doing it. And that's not the case at all. It's more that she shouldn't do it because it might not be safe and there might be something that happens versus her being incapable. I can't imagine <clears throat> her being incapable <clears throat> excuse me, of doing anything, actually, uh, after knowing her uh, for this long and being married almost 10 years. Uh, so that, that, that was a miscommunication. You have to be careful about the words you choose. And uh, the kids are, are in that category as well because she thought we were all gaining up on her and saying she isn't capable of doing something. And uh, she brought home a Salzal uh, from uh, from uh, the in-laws' house, uh, from her uh, parents' house, and you know, proceeded to chop down some limbs off of the tree, and you know, she got pretty far. So, which yeah, I I didn't really want her up on a ladder. I had to go help her, uh, and then get uh, dust and all kinds of stuff in my eyes. But you know, <laughs> not incapable, just probably not the best idea to do because you know, once you get down, you got to. You know, she still wants to get it on a chainsaw and then chop it down. So here's the thing. In these situations, just be like, listen, you have to be careful with the words you say. I didn't mean to think that she was incapable of doing something, uh, just that she shouldn't. And that was not communicated. And so this is why we have this small riff. Probably the, the biggest miscommunication and riff and, and fight we've had in years. I mean, it's not even really a fight. Uh, but uh, and, and then she thought that I was getting up on her with the lasagna, too, because I'm like, listen, she called the other day and said she was making lasagna and she was with one of our kids in the car. And I was like, you are because she she doesn't make stuff like that. And, and I'm like, I don't I, do you know how to make lasagna? Big mistake, Nick. <laughs> and the reason I say that is because in the entire time that we've been together, she's never made lasagna. Uh huh. You did a pretty damn good job. There you go. Uh, so there you go. Uh, this is all the the life lesson I learned this week is just to uh, just shut up. So last week's life lesson was listen to your wife when she tells you something, and now uh, yeah. this week's is don't talk yeah, back I'm to your sure wife. Yeah, I'm sure I can only I can only imagine some of the things I'm getting from husbands who've been married 25 years right now, yelling and screaming at me. But uh, I'm at the I just shut up and listen. <laughs> And do as you're told. So, yes, and do as you're told. So uh, I, next week should be perfect. Next week is going to be a perfect relationship update. <laughs> Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your life lesson. Going on in the news today. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Important stuff is brought to you by The Advocates. If you have been injured because of somebody else's negligence, The Advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444 or have a chat online with an attorney 24-7 at advocateslaw.com. You deserve an advocate. Big J, you do some chores around the house. Yeah. Let me ask you if you match up with a vast majority of Americans. Would you say you have a place in your house, some spot, doesn't have to be big, but some spot that's like impossible to consistently keep clean or organized. Um, yes, yeah, I do. Where would that be? Be on my desk. Well, no, Big J. I'm not sure if that's impossible to keep clean. Well, it just seems no matter. Any time I clean it, ten minutes later, there's stuff all over it again. Eighty <laughs> percent of Americans say they have at least one what they call cleaning black holes in their room, meaning. Uh, it's a place that no matter what, they can't seem to keep the dirt out. Uh, usually it's a hard-to-reach place. A lot of people have listed things like behind their sofas or underneath their sofas because they're so big. Uh, other people have, the other thing that was mentioned the most is the laundry room. 
uh, because usually there's dirty clothes in there all the time, which can lead to dust as well uh, because of lint and all that kind of stuff. It's just one of those deals where people don't clean it as much as they usually do, and so it becomes a place that collects a lot of dust. Uh, according to the one poll survey, uh, people have at least one junk drawer where they keep a bunch of stuff they don't know where else to go with. Do you have one of those? Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. I do as well. Uh, 35% of them actually find a specific drawer they call the junk drawer when they move into someplace new. I'm guilty about that as well. 49% say they have a laundry chair, Big J. That is where dirty clothes seem to land. Either it's in the laundry room or in their bedroom. Do you have a laundry chair? <laughs> yep. 38% have a paper pile, a bunch of papers that need to be sorted. Do you have one of those? Yep. And do you have a junk bowl or a junk dish? That's where your keys or other items go that are in pockets, usually on a counter someplace. Mm, yes. All right. Look at you, Big J. It sounds like you're one of the many cluttered Americans. Congratulations. The one poll is trying to figure out how cluttered we are. And if people have all of these, you qualify as extremely cluttered. So maybe this weekend you can do some organizing. What do you think? Nah. Clean out some of that. Just get cluttered up again. <laughs> That's the attitude they like. Two captains for the NBA All-Star game uh, this Sunday in Atlanta picked their teams yesterday. LeBron James had the number one pick for his team. Who did he take number one, Big J? Himself. I uh, know he's already on oh. his own team. Um, James Harden. Uh, no, James Harden was not a starter, so they weren't allowed to pick that. They were automatically assigned the starters. Uh, what if I told you he's a two-time reigning MVP? Stephen Curry. Uh, no, reigning MVP. Stephen oh, Curry has oh. someone. Uh, 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 the, the Greek freak. Yes, Giannis. I can't uh, say his name, and I'm not going to try. Milwaukee ended up going number one to LeBron James. Uh, that is uh, where uh, he also had Steph Curry. He also took Luka Donick and Nikola Jokic. And then Durant, who actually won't be able to play himself because of an injury, told, uh, selected Kyrie Irving, his teammate in real life, uh, Joel Embiid, Kawhi Leonard, Bradley Beal, and Jason Tatum as the starters. Uh, both captains uh, also chose their reserve players as well, so uh, they had some fun last night in the All-Star Game draft, and it will be happening this Sunday. Congratulations if you're a Harry Potter team, uh, Fran, because Warner Media CEO Jason Kalar says that there could be a Harry Potter universe expansion at HBO Max and Warner Brothers. He says uh, that they are thinking about possibly doing some spin-offs and some sequels to Harry Potter. Uh, we will see what that means for the parties involved, if they're completely different or whatever. Uh, but he has, of course, uh, working with J.K. Rowling to possibly license some things and get more Harry Potter stuff down the road. So, uh, you've watched all those movies. Would you be interested in more? No. I wasn't interested in when I had to watch them. But you said you liked them. They were okay. Right. It's not like I've had, most of the, I have not retained most of that information. Okay, so it didn't didn't turn you into a fan enough to want to see the further adventures up. Yes, correct. Eight is enough, as you say. (laughs) Eight is enough. Like your Dick Van Patten over here. So, uh, if you are a fan, know that more may be coming, but I don't know if it means more like Fantastic Beast stuff, or it means more stuff in the Harry Potter universe. I can't imagine it means like the adult adventures up, right? Yeah, I don't think yeah. Daniel Radcliffe would go back to that role, uh, if we're being perfectly honest. But uh, I could be wrong. Uh, money talks, of course, so we'll see. With Nick and Big J on 100.3, the X rocks. Oh, Big J, it's, it feels like it's been years since we've had a good, wholesome bath salt story. Oh, yeah, you're right. And it was one of those deals where it seemed like uh, at least a couple times a week for a while that our We're Going to Hell stories revolved around bath salts. And then they just kind of went away. At least the stories did anyway. 
don't know if people actually wised up and decided that was not a great idea, but... It's probably a crackdown on the, the drugs. Also could be that. But we go to Lehigh Acres, Florida, for what people are calling a probable bath salt story. It all revolves around Adrian Bradway, 21-year-old, who was arrested on Wednesday because of a whole series of really weird and, to a particular family, incredibly scary events. I'll take you to Wednesday night around uh, 9 o'clock at night in Florida, right? Yeah. And a uh, neighbor hears a knock at her door. Boom, 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 boom. So she goes to answer the door, and there she recognizes her neighbor, Adrian, and he's just standing at her door. And she's like, you uh, you need something, man? And the whole time, he doesn't say anything. He just kind of just stares at her blankly. And she's like, all right, dude, you're kind of creeping me out, so I'm going to go ahead and close this door, and then I'm going to lock it, and I want you to have a good night. And so that's exactly mm. what she does. Uh, all of a sudden, about 15 minutes later, she is putting some dishes in the sink, which uh, the window by the sink leads out to the backyard. And there she sees once again her neighbor, Adrian, uh, now jumping on the, her trampoline in her backyard. And uh, that's weird enough. But then factor in also, Adrian is now completely nude, Big J. Oh, my. So now this dude is naked jumping in her backyard on her trampoline. And she's like, hey, what are you doing? Do you need any help? And again, he doesn't respond. And so that's weird. All of a sudden, she's like, okay, now I'm calling 911 because things are getting super crazy. So she does call 911. And uh, she said that is when things got even weirder because according to the sheriff's office, that's when he ran up to the woman's door and uh, tried to just start breaking it in. All, again, all the while not saying anything. It was like some sort of weird Terminator, you understand? Yeah. And uh, that is when she's like, listen, I'm not opening up the door. You can bang on it all you want, but you're not getting in here. And that is when he allegedly smashed her kitchen window. You know, the one that she was looking at. Oh, you say Arcana? Uh, That is when the woman did the smart thing, grabbed her two kids, her niece and her nephew that were all in the house, and then locked herself in her car while calling authorities again. Uh, That's around the time the Lee County deputies arrived and took him into custody. Uh, and now they're awaiting the results of a drug test, but they suspect they haven't seen stuff like this that's this kind of creepy weird uh, since bath salts came out, so they're thinking that's what it might be. Remember the zombie-like effect it gave people? Yeah. Where they were, like, just wandering around in traffic? Uh, it was kind of like this thing, because she's like, you know, I've had conversations with my neighbor before. He, you know, he, he was actually a very nice dude. No idea what was going on here. But certainly a weird Wednesday night, to be sure. And nobody wants to see anybody naked on a trampoline. That's just a lot of stuff flopping around. I don't know. Doesn't need to be flopping around. Not not okay. You want to jump naked on a trampoline? No, 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 no. Nobody wants to see me. That sounded like that's what you were saying. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. We are talking food that should never be made. Next on the X Rocks. Papa Roach, the ending here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. And look, uh, Jay and I will be the first to admit we're, we're not great sources of information for a lot of topics. Whoa, you shouldn't whoa, turn what? to us. You shouldn't turn to us for advice for a lot of things. That's not true. I mean, you're not going to go to you for spelling advice. You're not going to talk to me about relationship advice. There's just certain weaknesses <laughs> that we have, and we have to admit that. God, when you put it out like that, but geez. there is certainly 
other subjects that I would say we are fairly educated in and deserve a little bit more respect in than others. That was my point. Okay. My point being, if you've got some situations where you want to come to a couple people about food, we would probably be a pretty good sounding board. Yes? I mean, results don't vary. They're pretty accurate. Yes. We've eaten a lot of food. Now, past performance is not indicative of future results, but it is certainly in, uh, something that you can use as an educated guess for something. And so we are here both to tell you unanimously that what we're about to talk about is a terrible idea. It's a travesty. It's an abomination. Uh, and there's lots of arguments that you can have. And, and one of the things that's very popular is talking about pineapple on pizza, Big J. Uh, with a lot of people very passionate about how, you know, Hawaiian pizzas taste delicious and how other people are like, listen, pineapple does not belong on pizza, period. Yeah, well, it always it confuses me because the cheese seems different on a pizza with pineapple on it. I just don't understand. But Is it a good thing or a bad thing? You know, that part's good. You still don't like the pineapple right. on the pizza. Well, it is fruit. But uh, an Iowa pizzeria is doing something that can only be described as an abomination, Big J. Because uh, they have found out about their Fruit Loops pizza that they are offering up. It combines flavors and inspiration, they say, from the Far East and West, which I'm not necessarily buying. <laughs> what? <laughs> and it permanently added the novelty pizza to its, and it, it's being served as a breakfast pizza. Oh my God, I didn't read the ingredients. At Des Moines, at their Ooh. Des Moines location. Now, here's what it is. It's a sweet cream cheese sauce base. Then they put on top of it mozzarella cheese. And then they put on top of that Fruit Loops. They drizzle it with Greek yogurt and condensed milk, and then they bake it. That is gross. That is gross, people. Don't eat stuff like this. You're going to get sick. It, it, it just, I mean, like, y y you hear the ingredients, and then you're like, ugh. But, like, I mean, you should see it. It doesn't look like it's made correctly. It looks like it's underdone. The cheese is barely melted. Cheese and cereal are not things that mix together at all, nor should they. And I know you like cheese on everything, but even there, you've got to draw the line, I'm sure. Yeah, it's 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 nasty looking. And so I mean, don't do it, people. It doesn't look good. It doesn't sound appetizing. And people are eating it as like a challenge. And that's the kind of stuff I don't think you need to strive for. I don't want to eat something that's going to gross me out as a challenge. That is not, I have no interest oh, in Oh, boy, that. don't I know it. Oh, interesting. You'll find any way to get out of some sort of eating challenge. You're absolutely correct. I'll tell you what. Because I, I do not want to be a part of it. And I don't want to be. you sign up for them, then you'll of, get out of them. Of gross oh, things. I, I, well, I, was, I was not feeling well that day. And so uh, it's just a bad idea. Do not have. Uh, it's a thing that shouldn't exist. I don't think condensed milk should be on top of anything. Yeah, I mean, granted, they bake it. So, I mean, there's a lot of condensed milk and things that you eat that are baked sure, products. Sure, sure. So, but I, it's going to take out the... the uh, on top of it? But, yeah, and mixed in with Greek yogurt. I mean, again, it's it's a lot of dairy. Uh, a sweet cream cheese sauce doesn't sound interesting to me with mm, cheese either. Sweet cheese. And so, Fong's Pizza in Des Moines, Iowa, no thank you. The Fruit Loops pizza should not exist, yeah. and I want no part of it. Yeah, that's my. I'm sorry. This isn't part of that. Uh, any advertising is good advertising. I will not be going to Fong's Pizza because of what you're doing. I hope you're happy, Fong's. Uh, would you ever find yourself in Des Moines, Iowa, you think? Yeah. All right. Go visit the Slipknot Museum. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Right. Now you know what not to have. <laughs> we both stand united as a front against this happen very often. crime against humanity that is the Fruit Loops pizza. How about we check out what's going on on the streets inside the TDS Fiber Traffic Center we go. Brought to you by Treasure Valley Urology. CB, what's going on? 
Eastbound 94 is at a crawl in Nampa between the Karcher Midland. It's the news. It's the news. Important stuff. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Important stuff. She is brought to you by the advocates. If you have been injured due to another person's negligence, the advocates are here just for you. Call 208-471-4444 or chat with an attorney online 24-7 at advocateslaw.com. You deserve an advocate. It's not really, I suppose, breaking news that it is discovered that men enjoy dating younger women. That's a thing that is a real creepy thing. Yeah. The question now becomes, how creepy are dudes? Really creepy. I'm a dude. I can be really creepy. What? Well, no, no, I'm not gonna you, argue with I that. I know for a fact you've been a creep. Wait a second, what? Sometime in your life you've been a creep. You didn't even mean to do it. Uh, oh no, no, no! Without a doubt, without a doubt, there's been creepy stuff in it. I'm not it. saying I'm being creepy on purpose. No, I'm just saying. Well, sometimes. So, okay. Not anymore. Right. <laughs> yes. Uh, now, now it's. I'm decreeped. You have been decreeped by your wife. But yes, uh, I do believe uh, creepy things have been done on purpose. Either way, they were talking to a poll of about 12,000 men. And they uh, talked about uh, how many, uh, on average, the age of their girlfriends as opposed to the age of them. And they found out that uh, about 60% of men are dating women that are at least five years younger than them. Uh, citing looks and health as key factors for choosing younger women, which is where you get into the jerk territory, by the way. However, uh, men who are fathers are found to be home, more open to dating women their own age, as their priorities and their core values change with that kind of stuff. Plus, uh, they're, they're less likely to be a creep because they got daughters. Yes, that could factor in. Or they don't want to teach their kid how to be a creep. That could also be a thing if they just have sons. Either way, uh, it is sad that we have to have that motivation to not be creepy, however. Uh, but uh, the truth hurts. Here's the other part of it. Uh, however, uh, men who did not want children uh, had a pretty serious age gap with their female partners, which is even more troubling. Anywhere from 8 to 10 years on average. So keep that in mind as well. So, uh, again, we get progressively creepy depending on how many kids are involved in our lives. I guess. Oh. I think, and, and then the the bonus out of that is you start to realize who's the real creep. Because if you start to, you know, de-escalate your creepiness when you got the kids, then you're going to be okay. But if you continue on being creepy with all the kids around, then you're a sicko. God, we're just the worst. Creep to sicko, Men Nick. just the worst. I'm so sorry, everybody. I'd like to apologize. Yeah, ladies, I'm we're sorry. I'm sorry for every transgression ever. That's <laughs> just the worst. Calgary Flames have fired head coach Jeff Ward last night. After the team went 11-11-2 to start the season, Ward was named head coach in the offseason after taking over on an interim basis last season. That didn't last long. So they're giving Daryl Sutter the gig. He was an NHL coach over 18 years. He actually previously was the coach for the Flames before he got fired. Uh, He did lead the LA Kings to two Stanley Cup championships, however. So he's back in Calgary working with the Flames. Ben Roethlisberger back in Pittsburgh as well. The 39-year-old quarterback has signed a uh, essentially a five-year extension with the team, but it really boils down to a one-year contract that he is going to take a pay cut to be back with the Steelers. That opens up some cap room for them. And Big J, you spoke about this earlier this week. Uh, everybody now knows you own a virtual reality system. Yeah, man. So can I maybe interest you in a brand-new VR game set in the Zombieland universe? No. How come? You like Zombieland? I don't like zombie games. Oh, that's right. You do not like zombie games. Even if they're virtual reality games, though? Got to be something else, huh? shooting other people. 
Well, technically you are. They're just dead people. Yeah. Uh, Sony Peak Pictures Virtual Reality has uh, inked a contract to make a VR game set in that particular universe. Uh, they are excited because everybody happens to be huge fans of Zombieland that's putting it together. And so it's uh, it's their idea of having a fun kind of VR game that's in a really interesting universe as well as doing some mature and interesting things with it as well. So uh, if you are in the VR gaming space, just know you're getting a Zombieland game here soon. <laughs> Morning after with Nick and Big J. Yeah, it's Music Monday or Music Friday. Used to be a Monday thing. Now it's a Friday thing. Right. Uh, we have got some new music to hand to you. We had the chance to talk to Jeremy from A Day to Remember. Uh, we're cooking up that interview. It'll be uh, up on uh, social media's uh, video of us and Zoom, all that. We'll do that next week. But they have an amazing album called You're Welcome Out. And uh, we'll hook you up with a free digital copy right now if you can beat me Pop Culture Smackdown. 208-287-1003 to play for some free music to add to your collection. And I'm looking forward to diving into this album later on today. Hopefully you guys will as well. And you have to know your pop culture in order to pull this off. So let's get ourselves a contestant. Hello, the X. Hello. Good morning, man. What's your name? Curtis. All right, Curtis, we're going to start with a multiple-choice question for you. Curtis, what was the original name of the 1970s TV crime drama Charlie's Angels? Were they originally going to call it Alley Cats, Devil's Angels, or Lady Cops? Let's go with Devil's Angels. Devil's Angels. Wrong. Incorrect. I didn't expect you to know that one, man. Sorry. Uh, That's why I offered up uh, multiple choices, but it's not right. Hello, The X. What's up, man? Original name of the 1970s TV show uh, Charlie's Angels. Was it originally going to be called Alley Cats, Devil's Angels, or Lady Cops? Uh, Alley Cats? Yep. Right. They were going to call it Alley Real Cats. Offensive. What is your name? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> What's your name? Chris. All right, Chris, you're taking on Big J. Big J, Henry Ford uh, bought uh, this color paint to make sure every Model T that went off his assembly line was this color because it was the cheapest paint available. Basically, what color was every Model T ever made? I'm going to say, I mean, everyone I've seen, black. That's right. Right. Black is the right answer. Chris, we're going back to you. Uh, Greg LeMond became the first American to win one international bike race. Um, that is correct. Right. Big J, what Sherlock Holmes nemesis was introduced in the book The Adventure of the Final Problem? Oh, man. Um, then this should be what I should know. And Yeah, mostly because he's featured in every Sherlock Holmes movie ever. Um, Moriarty? Oh, you're close enough. I'll take it. Right. Moriarty is absolutely correct. Uh, Chris, we're going back to you. Uh, what food entrepreneur and star of the movie Cool Hand Luke and Color of Money was also an avid race car fan? Oh, man. So food entrepreneur, Cool Hand Luke. I should know that one. Or Color of Money. Uh, he won the Oscar for Color of Money. Color of Money. Color of Money, Cool Hand Luke. Yep. Uh... Matthew McConaughey, man. Wrong. Uh, a little, little before his time. Yep, exactly right. Hello, the X. Paul Newman. Uh, Paul Newman is the right. right. Congratulations. Big J, Newman. after a 1960s consumer poll, Veritability is the official first name of what product mascot? It's a product, and it's a mascot. Correct. Veritability. Veritability is the first name, uh, official first name. Of what product mascot after a 1960s consumer poll? 
Let's go with Velveeta Cheese. Velveeta Cheese. Wrong. No, uh, Velveeta Cheese doesn't really have a mascot. I know. But, um, but what if I said it was a household cleaner? <clears throat> Leech. Bleach. Wrong. No, thinking more of a brand name. Not so general. Tide? Uh, how about uh, if this particular mascot is bald-headed? Does that help? Mr. Clean. Mr. Clean. Right. Mr. Clean's Mr. Clean. first Mr. Clean. name is Veritability. Congratulations there, sir. You've what got yourself name? the new uh, Day to Remember album coming your way. Hang on just one second. We'll get some information from you. We'll come back and do some headlines. That's happening next on the x Rock. <laughs> Headlines are as followed, Big J. Weird mystery, trifecta, and real nice dude. Uh, trifecta. Uh, we've had several stories this week about cats. This will be Ow. the third story we have about cats. And as one thing I know about cats is that cats don't give a rat's ass whether or not your train is running on time. You understand? No. And they don't. the 125-mile-per-hour Avanti West Coast train service was delayed in England on Wednesday because a cat refused to come down off the roof of a train. Staff say the cat had, quote, was wide-eyed, terrified, and was ready to attack, perched curiously close to the 25,000 volt overhead lines which power the trains, and because nobody wanted to see the cat get electrocuted, you understand? Yeah. The train was taken out of service, and another one was put in service, so the whole fiasco called about minor delays to customers, but still enough to make them upset because we live in this world. The cat remained on the train for two and a half hours before being coaxed to safety, and uh, the cat's going to be okay. That's the good news. The bad news is it delayed some people's uh, commutes because... The cat was very close to uh, being a fried cat. But everybody's okay. But again, cats don't get really care. They're just, they're just doing cat things. You understand? Right. Doesn't but I know. also appreciate their humanity and not just letting the cat fry itself to death. Uh, cat manity, if you will. Cat manity. Weird mystery or real nice, dude? Real nice. This might make you think twice before you order your groceries to be delivered. A man from Rhode Island says he has ring doorbell camera footage of an Amazon delivery driver just straight up urinating on the groceries he dropped off on February 26th. The man says he immediately called Amazon customer service, which was largely unhelpful, but when he called a corporate number, an Amazon representative apologized profusely and sent a cleaning crew to the house to clean the front walkway. The man also got a $100 gift card in his Amazon account Wednesday, and he adds that he has contacted the police as well that have been trying to locate the driver because all this seems fairly legit. Don't know why the Amazon dude decided to relieve himself, uh, let alone why he decided to do so on the groceries that he was delivering. But that seems excessive. Right? And I mean, you know, thank goodness the guy had the ring doorbell to catch it. Otherwise, I don't know what would happen. Oh, these are all wet. Oh, urine. Oh, Uh, I mean, it's by just the way, a bad look. By the way, it's not like the, the ring camera is, like, um, hidden or, or you know, you can't disguise it. I right. I mean, they're pretty, like, you know it's there. That guy knows that, that that's there. Well, and also, if you're, like, a delivery driver, I, I would imagine you'd have to assume that everything, almost every package you go to that's house-related probably has something, right? Yeah. At this point in our society, probably. And so there's also that. So unless this is, like, a personal vendetta... Which is very well could be. I mean, Amazon drivers are local, and they could probably go, oh, I'm dropping this off to Ron's house. What a jerk. Here's what I'm going to do. Now, that could be a thing, I suppose, even still a bit out of bounds to mess with somebody's food. We've talked about that before. Yeah. But also, I mean, I don't know what this guy did wrong. I'm not saying that. uh, What I'm saying is whatever happened is unjustified without a doubt. I'm just saying it could be a weird thing and not just a, 
an anger issue. I don't know. I don't know. Either way, not cool. And we'll wrap it up with weird mystery. Usually, New York City apartments aren't very mysterious only because uh, they're not very big, but uh, there's one exception. That would be Samantha Hartso. She documented how she discovered a creepy hidden room in her apartment in a series of TikTok videos. In the very first video, she complains that her apartment is always cold, and she got very upset about it. And she became intrigued because she figured out there was a draft coming from behind her bathroom mirror. And so she's like, that's where all the cold air is coming from. What the hell? Then her next video shows her removing the mirror to find out that there is a gigantic hallway with a hidden room behind an open hole in her wall on the other side of her bathroom mirror that's mounted to the wall. Eventually, she gets some friends to come over. She decides to go investigate by climbing through the hole in her bathroom wall. She finds what appears to be a whole other apartment. Disconnected toilet, exposed pipes, oh my God. trash bags, boxes, even some signs that somebody at least recently was in there with some, you know, half open water bottles that didn't look very old, all that kind of stuff. And then she climbs back in the hole in her bathroom and says, my landlord's getting a really fun phone call tomorrow, end quote. Uh, it's actually pretty impressive. I watched the uh, series of videos yesterday and it is insane. I mean, all this stuff seems fairly legitimate and it does look like there's there. They were trying to clearly like um, auger off this particular section. I don't know whether it's dilapidated or just not big enough to be another apartment or whatever. But they just left this gigantic hole in the wall where all this draft stuff was coming in. And there's no heat in that room. So all that cold air was blowing into her apartment. It's nuts. Wow. And, you know, she's paying like thirty five hundred a month for that apartment in New York, too. You know, that's that's yeah. how rent is there. And it's not a very big place. It's it's crazy. Never underestimate anything is the lesson learned here as part of headlines. You're up to date on all things you need to know. Morning after with Nick and Big J here on the X Rocks. And it's always nice to hear about some great things happening in the Treasure Valley. So it's time to catch up with our friends over at Treasure Valley Subaru about something very nice that they're doing. So let's uh, meet up with Corey. How are you doing, man? It's good to see you again. Fantastic. Thank you guys for having us. Uh, we're really excited to be uh, partnering up uh, with Idaho Food Bank, Treasure Valley Subaru, and Subaru of America have uh, started a new initiative. Um, well, I, I don't know if it started, but they continued. In the beginning of the pandemic, they donated 50 million mills, and now they're donating 100 million mills at this time. Awesome. And we have 86,000 locally, and that's why we wanted to uh, come out here with Morgan and talk about uh, the partnership that we're doing here locally. You know, I mean, that's one of the reasons why Subaru is so awesome, just their commitment to communities, to all the local communities that they're in, making that kind of a, a contribution is amazing. Absolutely. You know, and at the Idaho Food Bank, uh, we rely on donor support. And so this kind of partnership is exactly how we're able to provide food for more than 2 million meals across the state every month since the pandemic started. Every month? Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's been a, a big lift. We've actually increased the distribution of food by 40 percent uh, to try to meet that growing need. And, you know, we're really glad that Idaho is in the position where we are. Where things are getting better, you know, we're seeing the reopening. But the truth is, is that people are still struggling, and we need these partnerships to be able uh, to continue to provide the food that people need. Yeah, you know, sometimes you think about some of the stuff that's happening, and, and we talk about the growth of the Treasure Valley and how exponentially it's gotten bigger. And one of the things I imagine that's also gotten bigger is the need for people in this particular area for hunger and families and people that are going without food, correct? Yeah, absolutely. You know, before the pandemic, uh, we were really starting to get back to pre Great Recession levels, which is great, right? 
right? Like that's what everybody wants. Um, but that was at about one in nine people experiencing hunger. Fast forward, and we're at about one in seven folks that may be in that spot where they don't have the food that the, we need. And more importantly, that's one in five kids that could be experiencing yeah. food insecurity. And, and to your point about the growth in the Treasure Valley, uh, it's true. You know, we're finding more and more families that are doing everything, quote, right, uh, and yet are really struggling with difficult decisions. You know, do we pay rent or do we get the food that we need? Do we put gas in the car or do we pay for the food that we need? And none of us want people to have to make that decision. Absolutely. And so it's very cool to know that not only from a local level, Treasure Valley Subaru is helping out, but Subaru also on like a national level is coming in and helping out too, which has got to be pretty nice, right? Yeah, it's awesome. You know, uh, the Idaho Food Bank, we're an independent uh, nonprofit, uh, but we have a partnership with Feeding America nationally, and that gives us access to these amazing sorts of partnerships. And obviously, you know, we're really lucky to have Corey and Rob here locally, along with other Subaru dealers that are really getting involved in their community. Uh, but that's what it takes. It takes everybody doing what they can and um, so that we can all work together to improve our overall uh, state of being, if you will. Wow, it's awesome. And, and, you know, Treasure Valley Subaru guys, what can we do or what can people do to help continue uh, Subaru in their efforts to, you know, give back? Yeah, uh, that's really more for Morgan kind of to obviously we would accept donations and food um, and then we'd pass it on to the Idaho Food Bank. Our brief story was was Corey mentioned the the uh, 50 million meals. So we opened July 1st at Treasure Valley Subaru of 2020 and Subaru announced uh, 50 million meals. And then this this round, uh, it, it worked out great for me because I knew Randy um, and has been friends with mine, of mine for years. And Randy took over as the chief operate, operations officer at the Idaho Food Bank. And uh, and it happened to be the time when Subaru announced 100 million meals. So I reached out to Randy, and uh, it was really cool because, you know, locally um, we're connected to 86,000 of those meals. And so now we can start a partnership that, that can be can be lifelong, you know, because we really want to help help all those with food insecurities. And, and, and really, what a time to do that. So I'm challenging anybody out there who's, who's kind of been sitting on the fence and wondering what to do during COVID – Man, the Idaho Food Bank has needs, and and they are what a great organization. They are flat taking care of people. Randy, any uh, anything to add to that? Being put on the spot is great. Thank you, Randy. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I think that we all need to realize that it can be anybody that can be impacted by this. So if you know someone's impacted, please have them go to their local food pantry. You can find those on IdahoFoodBank.org. Go to the food locator, and that'll find the nearest food resources for you in your area. So I think it's very important to know that we, we can help with donations, we can help by volunteering, but more importantly, we can just help our neighbor. Yeah, and uh, you know, if people listen to this and start to get motivated about this and maybe want to ta- tag team on with what's going on, is that website that you just mentioned the best place to go? People want to volunteer or they want to donate as well? Yeah, absolutely. It'll walk you through all of that information, and you can see that uh, how we used your dollar that you donate, and then you can also see the opportunities and even call in if you'd like to to find out how you can best volunteer if it's with the Idaho Food Bank or if it's with one of our over 100 local nonprofits here and partnerships in the Valley. Awesome. Well, we can't appreciate you guys enough. Thank you everything that you do, Randy and Morgan. You guys are fantastic. And, of course, Corey and Rob as well for everything that Treasure Valley Subaru has done to help out the Treasure Valley in this particular time of need. Always great to hear from you guys. Thank you very much for coming in and telling us all about it. And we really appreciate you having us on to, uh, you know, for us to get the word out because, you know, without without, uh, folks on on radio and and a way for media to, to allow us to get the word out for the Idaho Food Bank, um, wouldn't happen. So, Nick and Big J, you're the best. Awesome. Thanks, Thank you. guys. 
Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. We'll get you set up with some music today. Uh, coming out in stores or wherever you get your music is the album You're Welcome from A Day to Remember. Next week we will feature here on The Morning Show a great interview we have with Jeremy, the lead singer from A Day to Remember. Uh, and that Zoom will be up if you want to watch it on video as well. We'll get you the code for the free album if you can figure out Bad Impressions. Yep, and you can download it, what, almost instantaneously, right? The codes just came in, so the email will yeah. come to your oh. inbox. It'll be everything you ever wanted. 208-287-1003. <laughs> Didn't know you need, to be fair. Uh, that's the number you need to call if you'd like to play a little game called Bad Impressions. Big J's got three clues. They all revolve around somebody pretty famous. Figure fictional out character today. Okay, fictional character. Figure out who that fictional character is, and you've got a day to remember music coming your way. Let's go to the phones. Hello, the X. Hey, this is Dennis. All right, Dennis, you're up first. Good luck to you. Dennis, remember, fictional character, okay? Okay. Mmm, donuts. Okay. Dope. Uh, Homer Simpson. Mm-hmm, that's right. Homer Simpson is correct, Dennis. Hang on one second. We'll get you that uh, Day to Remember album. Clue three for fun. Mm, beer. And why uh, is Homer Simpson uh, in the news? should have been the last one. Uh, uh, the Simpsons, man. I, I don't know if you know this or not, but they are already the longest-running primetime scripted TV series in history. Yep. And Fox has now renewed it for not one, but two more additional seasons, Nick. Hooray! 33 and 34. Man, since 1989, almost as long as we've been alive. That's true. It's uh, It's been on television a long time. And I, I, I will fully admit that uh, because of hurdles, I haven't been able to watch uh, probably the last three seasons of The Simpsons. Yeah. But I think I did tell you that when Disney Plus first came out, the one thing that my oldest son wanted to do was watch every episode of The Simpsons ever. Smart And kid. so uh, we did that. And uh, and. Damn, that show was funny. I mean, it, it, it just, and still is fun. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I just can't speak on the new episodes. I'm just saying, like, it's still, some of that stuff in the mid-90s still slaps today. Is all I have two Homer Simpson tattoos. And when I got the first one, somebody said, what are you going to do when that show's not on anymore? Well, whoever that was, suck it. See, Big J doesn't even remember who was insulting him. At the yeah. But he remembers the Homer Simpson tattoo. What's the? I remember one's the Jaeger one. What's the other one? Uh, well, there's the the suit of uh, the suit of armor, and then Homer's also in the shield of, of uh, that I have of the Jaegermeister shield. I remember. Yeah. I don't remember the the suit of armor one. I guess. Uh, where is that tattoo? Homer's again? wearing a suit of armor. And where is that tattoo? On my left arm. There you go. Uh, Big J loves The Simpsons. Last time you watched The Simpsons? The Simpsons, a couple nights ago. There you go. Caught one of the uh, episodes. There you go. Big J still watches The Simpsons to this day. Dun, so dun, in dun, everybody's dun, face. Dun, 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 dun. We wrap up the show here next on The X Rocks. Cleopatric Hometown is how we're wrapping up the old morning after with Nick and Big J on this Friday. Got a nice, le- nice life lesson from Big J this morning. Uh, all about how you just need to keep your mouth shut sometimes. When uh, so that your wife doesn't think you're insulting her with every time you open up your mouth, Big J. <laughs> so. And this concludes the saga of the tree in the backyard. <laughs> oh, is it down? No, I'm just not going to continue to reference it. It's like beating a dead horse. Well, we'll see what happens when this thing comes down. I'm guessing this if weekend. If there's an emergency situation. <laughs> it will be referenced yeah. again. 
Uh, we also got to say thank you to uh, Rob and Randy and uh, Morgan as well from the Idaho Food Bank and Treasure Valley Subaru Corey too for popping by here and talking about the great uh, thing that they're teaming up with to donate a bunch of meals to the people here in the Treasure Valley. It's a great thing. You can learn more at IdahoFoodBank.org is the website that they were given. So that is awesome as well. And congratulations to those that won a new A Day to Remember music today from us. New Chevelle coming out today as well. So it's a good day for rock music. That is for sure. That leaves you with the floor, Big J. Yeah, we talked about uh, creeps, you know, feeling creepy. Uh, with uh, the men seem to want to date younger ladies. Yes. And uh, somebody <laughs> tweeted it, or not tweeted in, but uh, texted into the TDS Fiber text line that uh, indeed is a, an illustration of this, that last night he his, his kid was having a weird uh, hair day. And so he went to go pick up some hair products for her. And he was, you know, pacing up and down the, the, the aisle kind of later in the evening uh, to, to look for these products. And uh, a woman uh, had come up and asked him if uh, he's a security person who works here or some type of kidnap kidnapper creep <laughs> yeah not so a good look <laughs> maybe don't don't be you know stay out of those aisles repeatedly right pacing it's up like, and down the hair hair aisles and like, it's like when my kids would go to the mall or whatever or, or the wife or anybody uh, the last thing i want to do is be caught in uh the underwear section for women right right like that's you look ultra like a creepy yeah, yeah. No matter what you're there for, you still look like a creepo. Whether it's a gift or as a met, you know emotional support, it still looks weird and probably feels weirder. So yes, thank you for that as well. Next set of X Rock brought to you by Team Mazda and the pre-owned Superstore. Need a car loan do-over? Get online pre-approval with the I pre-check button at GoTeamMazda.com. Jason Drew's coming in next. We will see you Monday where we will give you part one of our interview with Jeremy from A Day to Remember. That will be awesome. We'll see you then. Have a good weekend. It's the X Rock.